Welcome to the IT Career Energizer podcast. For anyone who wants to build and grow a career in IT, develop and improve your strengths and skills, be inspired and motivated by the successes of others, manage your career progression, and achieve your IT career goals. And now, your host, Phil Burgess. Welcome to episode 221 of the IT Career Energizer podcast. My guest on today's show is a Google developer expert and a cloud developer advocate lead at Microsoft with over 18 years experience as a web and mobile developer, specializing in creating cross-platform mobile apps. She's also the founder and CEO of View Vixens, which is an initiative promoting diversity in the Vue.js community. So welcome to the podcast, Jen Looper. Thank you so much. I'm delighted to be here. So Jen, that was a very much a brief overview of what you do and who you are. Could you perhaps maybe give us a bit more about yourself and maybe put a bit of color on that introduction? Sure. Um, I'm one of those people that comes from a non-traditional background in technology. So I actually have a PhD in medieval French literature, so 13th century prose romance. If you have any questions, I'm here to, I'm here for you. Um, <laughs> but uh, that's not what we'd call a growth industry. Um, so in the 90s, as I was finishing my degree, it came, became clear that the place to be was actually IT. So um, I went ahead and completely retrained from scratch and joined the workforce as a web developer. And this was in the era when if you knew a little HTML and CSS and could kind of type, you could get hired in a startup. So that's kind of where I was at. <laughs> and um, I basically worked my way up from nothing to where I'm at now over the years, um, kind of slow and steady. I started out in a small company and then that startup failed so that was during the dot-com bubble and when it kind of blew up then I went into nonprofit work lasted there for a little while went to big companies on life insurance uh, went to other various companies and wound up here at Microsoft so long story short you know from zero to Microsoft (laughs) you can do it (laughs) just takes a while and how long have you been with Microsoft Three whole months, so. (laughs) Oh, right. So quite a recent move. I'm a newbie, yeah. Right. Okay. So, Jen, can you share with us a career tip, uh, one that the audience may not know and perhaps should? I think that a great tip is to network as much as you can, especially go to meetups. This was a tip that someone else gave to me. Go to user groups and meetups. And it's kind of surprising how much Actual FaceTime will help you uh, in your career. People will remember you, even if you have a little business card, that's helpful. If you're looking for a job, it's really networking is a great, great thing to know how to do. If you're not comfortable, you know, meeting people, try to step out of your comfort zone, uh, even if you need to maybe attend Toastmasters or something to get more comfortable talking to people in public. But network, 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 and it will get you far. So what do you do yourself? How do you approach it? Well, at this point, I'm I'm running meetups, so uh, it's I've kind of gone through the the you know the first step into the door all the way to running the show. Um, but it's fun to just you know try new meetups once in a while. But I live in Boston, and we have a tremendous ecosystem for all kinds of different meetups. So there's plenty of choice on where um, on where you can where you can attend a, a new meetup. And luckily, here I'm at Microsoft, and I am in the office in Boston, and you can just step out, and you're in Kendall Square, which is MIT. So there's tons of activities going on. So it's really lucky yeah. uh, if you're in a big city like this. And if you're not, there's 
online events, yeah. yeah. Jen, can you share with us your worst IT career moment and what you learned from that experience? Yeah, so I was in a small company in a somewhat rough section of town, and it was a workplace that was just pretty rough around the edges in general. And the one woman who had worked before me had had a chair thrown at her when the CEO lost his temper. And um, he tried to pull a couple fast ones on me, but fortunately I'm considerably taller than he is. So I just kind of stood up and towered over him. My tip is that if you're in a situation where you're using physical cues to get the point across, this is probably not a good situation. Indeed, <laughs> avoid, yeah. yeah, avoid the violent workspaces, avoid the, um, the kind of confrontational workspaces if you can. There are there are certain times in your career you might have to walk out the door and not come back if you have that luxury. Do you know whether that was a, <laughs> a, a typical day in the office? I presume it wasn't. It wasn't really. He was a really nice guy. Otherwise, he just had a temper. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Fine. Okay. So moving on from worst memory, can you perhaps tell us about your career highlight? I think it was getting acknowledged in, actually at Sun Life, we got a star award. I was managing a remote team of Irishmen. And if you can't manage Irishmen, there's something wrong with you because they're the nicest people on the planet. So we did a really nice job with our piece of that insurance application that we were uh, working on. And we all got star awards. And that was really just a nice a nice thing that uh, that Sun Life did for us. It's a really good company. When, when companies are really cool and um, proud of their employees, it just makes you feel good that you're, you're doing work that means something. It's a good thing. Indeed, yeah. So that sort of recognition and uh, feeling part of the company, presumably, that made a big difference? I think so, yeah. It, especially for remote teams that you get you know, acknowledged for actually managing groups of folks who are half a world away. Yeah. And, and given they were obviously in a different country, did you ever get to meet them? Did you travel much? I did. I got to go to Waterford. So um, that was another highlight. Um, we, we had a great time. Uh, we were proud to say that we shut down a bar in Ireland. Of course, the bars in Ireland close at 10.30, so it's really not that great of an accomplishment. But I like to tell people that I shut down a bar in Ireland. <laughs> right. And presumably as well, sort of having that social element um, improve the sort of relationships that you had during the project? Oh, yes, definitely. And um, it was a really a great pleasure to mentor those um, those three guys. Um, and I, I was so happy to watch their career kind of take off uh, working through the company. And, you know, some stayed, some left, but I kind of have a general idea where they're at now. And it's, it's nice to see. Okay. Jen, can you maybe tell us what excites you about the IT industry and careers in IT in particular? Yeah, so um, I'm kind of solidly positioned on the front end of development, even though I'm at Microsoft, which is so solid on the back end. I do a lot of mobile development and and web front end development. So this is a, an area of tech that's just on fire right now. It's changing really, really fast. So if you're someone who loves to learn and loves to try new things and live on the cutting edge, it's a very exciting place to be in. New frameworks being you know created it seems almost daily in the JavaScript world. Um, it's just a ton of things to learn as we push forward to make the web a better place. Um, great place to be. Great place to be. Yeah. Are there any particular areas of technology that, that interest you that you can see maybe a, a real future or trend in at the moment? There's going to be a general push in the front-end world to, to simplifying interfaces and to making things more performant. We've gotten a bit into this situation where websites are so incredibly JavaScript heavy and complex that they're starting to load very slowly and they're not very usable for folks on, you know, 
slower connections in other parts of the world. So I, I'm hoping and I think that we're going to be really pushing the web towards um, optimizing and loading faster. There's a couple new JavaScript frameworks that are particularly performant. Svelte is one of them. I think this is kind of an up and comer. Yep. Vue and React um, are very, very fast, but I think Svelte is even faster if I'm understanding it. So I think it's like really like looking for that fast, optimized solution that will be performant no matter where and that we can use offline. That would be um, a great thing to see. So it's really about making the web work for everyone. Yes. Excellent. Not just the uh, Silicon Valley folks. Yeah. Okay. And um, we're going to go into the reveal round now. We're going to find out a little bit more about you and the way you think. Are you ready for this? Sure. So what first attracted you to a career in IT? Well, when I was in graduate school, um, I was the one who was kind of pioneering the use of laptops in in class to take notes and this kind of thing. This is in the late 90s, you know, when this is sort of all starting. So I was always really attracted to computers and making websites and that sort of thing. And it just seemed like a, a good option I thought maybe I would do technical writing or graphic design, but it turns out that the the programming piece came easier to me. So that's just kind of like a natural progression. What is the best career advice you've ever received? So the best career advice, I think, came from, let's see, a manager at, again, I think it was at Sun Life, who was basically telling me to try to make a, um, a one-year and a five-year plan. And to kind of have your eyes on the prize. Actually, I think it was more like a three month and then six month and then one year and then five year plan. Yeah. So um, this is a smart idea just to kind of have it. It's kind of like your own personal OKRs, um, objectives and key results, just to kind of keep that in your mind. Even if it doesn't come true, it's nice to kind of have it, you know, just written down on a sticky note so that you can refer to it and see where you're at. Yes. Have a little plan, be a little strategic. Exactly. Yeah. And what is the worst career advice you've ever received? I've got this one. This is this just just struck me that the worst career advice I ever received, which sometimes I go back to it and think maybe it wasn't so bad. So um, I was told in college, and this is kind of amusing because it was at Wellesley College where I went to school, which is you know supposed to be all about lifting up women, and and it's a it's a women's college, so it's all about like becoming awesome as a woman. Yep. So I was told that women have a particularly advanced sense of smell and taste, so that we should become wine sommeliers. Because women are better at that sort of thing. Right. right. So, so I'm just sitting here going, you're, you're telling me this. I'm like asking you like for a recommendation to get into Cal Berkeley to go to grad school. And you're telling me to become a sommelier. Now I think it actually is a pretty good um, thing to become. So maybe that will be my second career. Yeah. <laughs> just, no, it sounds like wine. a great thing to do, but it was very specific. <laughs> it was quite specific. So I was just strange. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> if you were to begin your IT career again, in today's world, what would you do? This is going to sound funny coming from where I'm at now, but when I was starting, open source wasn't so much a thing. And I came up through the Adobe stack, actually. So I was highly tightly connected to, boy, we did Cold Fusion, Flash, and then Flex. So it was very much that Adobe stack. And I think being tied to a particular company has its risks, so uh, especially on the front end, I think if I would begin my career again, it would definitely be embrace open source and embrace the community around it. Maybe that's unfair because it really didn't so much exist when I was starting. <laughs> no, but obviously now, somebody, if you were going to recommend an approach for somebody looking at starting their career, now that would be it? Yeah, yeah. Embrace the open source for sure. Mm -hmm. And what career objectives are you currently focusing on? So I'm at the point where I'm actually managing a team here at Microsoft. So I am trying to learn as much as I can about managing technical teams. 
it's a different beast than managing different t- types of groups or different skill sets. Um, so I'm looking at all different books. I'm looking for different trainings. Uh, I'd be ecstatic to see recommendations from your from your listeners about technical um, management books that I should be reading right now. Yep. <laughs> okay. And what's the number one non-technical skill that has helped you in your career so far? I mentioned networking earlier, but um, I won't go over that again. I think that um, cultivating active listening is really important. And it's something I'm still working on, but I think it's so absolutely critical, especially here in a very large company, that you need to just stop talking <laughs> and start listening to other people and um, and really work on your communication skills. Yep. Uh, that, that will serve you in good stead no matter what field you're in. Yeah, I think it's often an underrated skill as well. The fact that a lot of people are more probably inclined to be thinking about what they're going to say next than listening to what's being said. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes, it's something definitely a skill worth worth uh, focusing in on. Mm-hmm. And what do you do to keep your own career energized? Really, this is all about learning. Just keep keep reading. Keep following interesting people on Twitter, keep building. Even though I'm a, I'm a manager now, I never want to keep my fingers too far from the keyboard. I think it's really critical to keep your technical skills sharp um, by building side projects and just learning all the time. There's so much to learn, like we'll never learn it all. So this is a great thing to stave off old age, I think. We just keep learning. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And what do you do in your spare time away from technology? I'm actually an empty nester. So my kids are both in college and we moved to a smaller house. And so it's been a lot of fun to kind of recreate a living space. But recently I discovered a magical software and that is this Procreate app on your iPad with an Apple Pencil. This is absolutely genius software because it works so beautifully together. Um, so I love to draw and create sketch notes and create little um, little pictures. So if you follow me on Twitter, once in a while, I'll be posting paintings. That's all done on Procreate. It's so, so much fun. So much fun. Jen, can you share with us a final piece of career advice? I really think that it's so critical to keep learning but not just to keep learning, but also to teach and mentor. So um, we can, you know, kind of selfishly keep building yourself up. But it's really awesome if you can also help the next generation to step up because, you know, all of the things that we build, someone's going to have to maintain that stuff. So <laughs> if you want to, if you want your software to keep living, uh, make sure to mentor the next generation coming up. So yes. that's what we're trying to do. That's what we're trying to do with View Vixens and, uh, and my org to try to, you know, open up the pipeline to new types of people, to new people from all over the place. We have chapters in Mauritius, Peru, uh, Chile, all over Latin America. We're just opening in Japan. So it's really exciting to see people from everywhere hopping into um, front-end development. So um, we, people who are a little more senior, we have the responsibility to mentor and coach and sponsor as much as we can. Yeah, it sounds like a fantastic initiative. Yeah, it's good fun. (laughs) Cool. And finally, what's the best way we can find out more about you and connect with you? Sure. You can always find me on Twitter at Jen Looper. You can also follow at View Vixens if you're interested in our initiative. Find me on LinkedIn. Um, It's like a long URL, but I'm on LinkedIn. Uh, My website is jenlooper.com. And you can email me. Probably the best one is jen at viewvixens.org. I have to pick which email. (laughs) (laughs) Fine. Jen, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. It's been great chatting with you. Thanks. It was super fun. I appreciate your time.
As always, my thanks go to my guest on today's show. You'll find a show notes page for today's episode on the IT Career Energizer website, which will be itcareerenergizer.com slash e and then the number of today's episode. I also want to thank you for your continued support. It's always great to hear from listeners, particularly when they have suggestions about potential guests or ways to improve the show. And this was one of the reasons for creating the new IT Career Energizer Community Facebook group. I'm really excited about taking the podcast forward, and I hope that you'll continue to support and listen to the show as it continues to change and evolve. Thanks for listening, and remember, if you're not growing your career, you're slowing your career. Thanks for listening to the IT Career Energizer podcast. To find out more about building a successful career in IT, visit itcareerenergizer.com.